Hey y'all, it's Aaron Vinecourt, and you're listening to Texas Toast Podcast. This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Texas Toast Podcast with Miss Helen. So excited to introduce our guest for this week's podcast, Erin Viancourt. Erin, welcome to the podcast. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. You have a debut album out, Won't Die This Way. And so we're going to dig into those tunes and some of those tracks and also get to know you a little bit better. Let's talk about your first radio single that's out, Should Have Known Better, and it's doing very well. I saw it was like Greatest Spin Gainer on Texas Country Music Chart, and it's moving up. And oh, really? So I have to ask you, it's like after listening to the whole album, how hard was it to choose your first single to go to radio from this album? It was very hard. It was very difficult. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, because every single one, I'm like, oh, that one. Like, I, uh, I'm grateful to have a team around me that knows what they're doing <laughs> to help guide me or else I would have had six singles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're all good. So talking about choosing the single and talking about the backstory on the single should have known better because I'm going to say this, like I am hearing it on the radio, like all the time on my Texas country stations that awesome. I listen to. And it's one of those songs that just seems like it's been around for a long time. Like you're, I don't know, you're just so, I don't know how to say this. You have such a nostalgic sound and your voice is so strong in the lyrics and the storytelling. We'll get into that. But it just seems like it was just an automatic, like wearing an old boot when the song comes on. <laughs> if Ooh, that makes I love any that. sense. If that, that makes, makes any complete sense. sense. Yeah. So tell me about it. the backstory, backstory on the song. Um, honestly, we wrote that one so long ago. That was like in the beginning of 2020 when I wrote that song um, with uh, Jay Byer and Chris Robertson. And I, I think Chris brought in the idea and it's just, it's one of those ones that's so easy to relate to. Um, I think in like so many ways, you know, even if it's not love as what the song is talking about. So it really just, it, it rolled out really fast. It was a, a quick one to write and, um, seeing all these messages from people that are like, thank you so much for this song. Um, it's been getting me through. Or I'm, I feel so good to sing it at the top of my lungs with not a care in the world. And so that's like the best thing that you could ask for. I ain't been sleeping much these days. This empty bed is cold as hell. Wouldn't try to get you to stay.
you've got a couple of tunes that stand out to me that are like that on the album. And one in particular that I know was already released to streaming before the album has was come out and released is um, Cheap Paradise. You so nailed that for me because I'm my whole life is Cheap Paradise. I mean, I'm lucky to live like the beach is right behind me. The bay yeah. is over here. I fish a lot. I'm on the water. I'm in the outdoors. And it just made so much sense. It's like, yeah. I want to grab my best friend, drive down the road, watch the sunset and have a cold one and just crank that tune. Yes, ma'am. That's, uh, that's what you should do with it. That's <laughs> what, I, what I do with it. So I, I'm simple. Just roll, roll down the road with the windows down. Um, got this. Uh, this is my little paradise down here in my, my basement with my card playing table and all my guitars. Just have all your friends over and don't need much more. So let's let's um, jump into you a little bit and then we'll go back to some more of the tracks on the album. But kind of want to get to know you a little bit. I know I did read where you come from a musical family and you went to Nashville straight out of high school. So tell me about your growing up and musical background and and then making that move. Yeah, um, I come from just, you know, and when we say musical background, we're talking just, you know, uh, a bunch of uh, good old boys and girls sitting around a campfire with a bunch of guitars going, singing, uh, you know, Jim Croce and John Denver and Jerry Jeff Walker songs. And it was just kind of you know, everybody just jumped in. We have a very big, big family. So, uh, you know, none of us could stay on melody or keep the rhythm, but we were all having a good, a good time just together. Uh, and so, yeah, we just, I just grew up with it, uh, around all the time. That was just kind of what we did. My older sister taught me and my little sister how to sing and, uh, out of high or yeah, straight out of high school. You know, I told my mom and dad, I was like, I just don't, I don't think that going to college right now is the best option for me. I just don't think that I'm going to get out of it what I need to. I really want to, I think I want to go to Nashville and be a songwriter. And dad was like, all right, well, let's go. And he, uh, I moved to Paris, Tennessee before I moved to to Nashville. Cause I was a little closer and I had a cousin down there. So leaving high school, I told everyone, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to Paris to do music. They're like, Oh, a lot of country music in Paris. I'm like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so I've been here since I was uh, 18 and been doing it ever since. And so you got into the Nashville scene, started networking with singers and songwriters. And then let's talk about the big break for you when Cody Jinx came into your life. Yeah. Um, met a lot of people, but, you know, finally found my, my core group of people, my good friends, the people that I found, uh, not just comfortable, but like thriving with, to write with the people that just bring out, um, just bring it out of you, you know, like it's, um, like you're just talking and you're like, I think we just wrote a song and, uh, you know, you find your, your people that you jive with and you, you just play a lot and write a lot and sing a lot. And uh, hopefully, uh, you catch the eye of somebody like Cody that can, uh, really help you get that leg up and, and help you create an album. And that's what he did. He, uh, he took me under his wing. He's been such a great mentor and coach teaching me how to, you know, protect myself in the music industry, protect my integrity, protect my music. And, uh, so I'm not only grateful to, uh, have the opportunity to record this album and share it, but definitely the opportunity to learn from somebody like him as a successful independent artist. Hey guys, producer Kyle here. If you're looking for the perfect gift for the Texas music fan in your life, you've got to check out more than music creations. 
More Than Music teams up with Texas bands and artists like Randy Rogers Band, The Wilder Blue, Pat Green, Bree Bagwell, and Jade Marie Patek to create unique handcrafted jewelry that's inspired by that artist's music and made with their own used guitar strings. A portion of each sale goes to giving kids in the Central Texas foster care system the gift of music through mentoring and private lessons. To check out the full collection of this one-of-a-kind jewelry, visit www.morethanmusiccreations.com. Now back to the show. There was something that I was I was reading because I was wanted to talk to you about um, your um, production and, and your process on the album. And I did see where um, something I read. And I think a lot of people, especially musicians, a lot of people need to hear this, that one take thing in the studio just doesn't work. And I loved how there was some wording that said we're making a fossil. And it's like you're putting mm-hmm. something down that's going to be here forever yeah. and, and, yeah. and you're going to leave behind. And I thought, wow, that is just that's that was something that was so deep in the process of making an album. Yeah, it definitely, it hit me as well. Um, that it kind of just, it helped snap for me of, you know, you hear stories of, uh, yeah, all the one take wonders and things. And you think like that, that's like what it's gotta be. <laughs> Kyle, uh, my co-producer on it was like, I'm gonna stop you right there. That is not what we're doing. That is not the point. Like, you know, every, every essence of every line, you might sing it a little different like we're capturing what it is um and and what we want each line to feel like so well and capture very well y'all did so some of the other tracks that stood out for me was okay it's funny because i have like a list of the three or four here that (laughs) because i went through and just listened over and over and i would write fave wait 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 no fave so let's yeah. uh, let's talk about pray i just that is just so inspiring and i just i love the the lyrically how it's written and musically mm-hmm. how you sang it it's gorgeous thank you so much thanks yeah i wrote that one uh probably like 2014 about and uh, i uh at the time was a you know we're all bartenders and waitresses so we all probably have a sock drawer with a whole bunch of cash in it that we probably shouldn't. And, uh, I, uh, I lost my, it was everything I had. I didn't put my money in the bank. It was literally every dollar that I had to my name. And I'm talking like clothes dumped out of every drawer, like room, like a tornado hit it. You're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I called my dad and he was like, well, did you pray? And I was like, no dad, I didn't pray. And then I prayed about it. I was like, all right, here I am. St. Anthony, help me. And, uh, and then I found the money. So, you know, hate when dad's right. <laughs> oh, love it. So, yeah, so that, that's a good listen to. And then of course, another one that is such a, a Helen song and my girl's song. Um, and I think you know which one of it's just like in your face, straight down the barrel. That's another oh, yeah. one just to crank up. And that's that good time song. Love that one. Yeah. Thanks. Love playing that one live. It's a really good time. <laughs> so that's one of your good live songs. Oh yeah, we have, right now uh, we go out on that song, so it's a it's a good one to leave everyone on, ready to crank it up. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one to start the party off with. Also, <laughs> like if you're just true. sitting around, have... like, if you are in your cheap paradise, you start mm-hmm. off with that song, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And then Let's another set the good, intention. Yes, yes. And then mm-hmm. um, switch up to Mountain Boy, another another strong mm. song on the album. Thank you so much. And that's when I must tell you, that's uh, the only song in the album that I did not write. Uh, that was written by um, Bree Kennedy and Paul Sykes. And Bree came, uh, Bree Kennedy 
she moved to Nashville right about when I did so about 10 years ago and she had just written this song. She's like, this is my baby. I love it, but I know that I can't sing it. I really want a female country uh, voice to sing it. And so for 10 years, we've been bouncing around like, when am I going to do mountain boy? And I finally had, you know, the, the support to make the record, the, the record that it deserved to be on and the, uh, the, the people around me to uh, serve that song best. That's so. awesome background on that. And then one last that I'll bring up is I have to crazy in my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that one. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I think it's one of those ones where you get called, everyone's been called crazy for some reason. Another it's, you know, I'll show you crazy. You want it crazy, but we're going to keep it classy, but I will show you crazy. There you go. One, two, three.
I like that classy crazy. I always I have yeah. that saying. It's like not so much, but back in the days of drama, it's like you know, it's kind of like that. If you want to, if you want to talk about me, I'll give you something to talk about. Okay, if you want to go, we're just gonna stop right there. <laughs> Here okay. we go. Yeah. Oh yeah, and so big album release planned for this in Nashville. Yes. Yep. Uh, Third party, and Lindsay. Should I say release party? Yes. Yes. A release party at Third and Lindsley. My own stopping grounds. I worked at Third and Lindsley for eight years. Got to witness lots of amazing music and album releases of other people's and stuff. So uh, it's my favorite stage to play on the best sound in Nashville, in my opinion. And I'm really excited to go back and kind of make that full circle moment. And what about your tour schedule? Busy? So I'm told, uh, I know once the album releases, I think it's just going to fill up like that. Uh, but we're starting to kick things off here. Um, so very busy, very busy as I'm told. <laughs> so for those that really, I mean, we're getting to know you through the music, talking about the music, but I like for, you know, and I always like to kind of personally know personal things, but like three things about you that you would like for the audience to know about you. That's kind of like, you know, like fun stuff about you. Fun stuff about me. Ooh, I have to get my sister. I don't know. Um, I love to play cards. Uh, it's like my, my happy place. <laughs> Even if it's just like sitting there at a bar waiting for your food to come or just hanging out with friends. I'm just, I love playing cards. My, I'll sit at the bar alone and play solitaire. And um, so I guess that um, I can lose just about anything. And uh, goodness, what else? Uh, I liked, I guess, uh, uh, Jack of all trades and a master of none. I like to dabble in just about anything creative and uh, creating anything, but can't say that I'm amazing at them all, but I like to just dip my toes in it all. Hey, that makes me feel better because I've been losing stuff like all the time. All day, all day. Anyone that knows me, like, like my I, whole band, they're like, put that away. Don't put that, don't set that down. Put it where it goes. I'm like, you're, you're right. You're I know. Right. <laughs> but where does it go? Oh, it goes to in that place where I, a safe place where I'll know yeah. where I put it and I can't put too it too safe. We make it too safe. Yes. And then you're like, it's where it was supposed to be. I would have never looked there. Yeah. Confession here. I was running around looking for two pair of earrings that were very important to me. One of them was my more than music creations earrings. And I was like, and it had been, it was 4th of July. It was a little wild around here yeah. and I did find them. Yeah. I did find them. Hell yeah. You know, didn't even lose them at the bar. Like I yeah. lost them at home. So anyway, well, we are so excited about the album release and seeing what's in the future for you. And, um, just keep doing what you're doing. I can't wait for everyone to get the album and, and take a listen to it, download all the songs and best of luck to you. I know that the, the current radio single is doing well and you got a good team behind that as well. Thank you so much. So one last, yeah. One last question before we wrap it up. If you were a cocktail, what would you be? Uh, bourbon neat. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Erin. It's Thank been a you. joy and good luck. Good luck on everything. Thanks for spreading the music. I appreciate it. Southern